0: This is Not Your Century. This is Not Your Century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. Does this sound familiar? The president wants to slash taxes. March 12, 1924. The president is Calvin Coolidge, who will be running for re election in eight months. He sent a message to Congress asking that the body lay aside all other matters and consider passing a 25% income tax cut. The cut was set to go into effect later in the year, but Silent Cal wanted it in place before the due date for people to file their returns. That was in three days. Now, what could Congress be busying itself with that it can't stop and consider this tax cut? What does President Coolidge want them to stop doing? Investigating corruption, that's what. Before the Russian collusion investigation, before the Clinton impeachment, before Watergate, the biggest scandal in American political history was Teapot Dome. Albert Fall had been Secretary of the Interior under the late President Warren G. Harding, who died in office in 1923. That's what made Coolidge the president. Fall was accused of accepting bribes from oil companies that had leased production rights from the Department of the Interior at very favorable prices, without competitive bids. There were two oil fields in California and one in Wyoming. That one was called Teapot Dome. The sweetheart deals for Sinclair Oil and Mammoth Oil weren't illegal on their face, but it seems that Secretary Fall had suddenly become a very rich man. And that's what Congress was busy looking into. Paul covered his tracks well, but he was eventually brought to justice. In 1929, he became the first American cabinet secretary to go to prison. Calvin Coolidge actually became a responsible steward of the Teapot Dome investigation, and he was rewarded with re-election in 1924. The tax cut went into effect that summer as planned. Closer to home on the front page of the Chronicle on March 12, 1924, a terrifying story told by an eight-year-old girl. It seems that little Ruth Hemmer had been kidnapped from her home on 17th Avenue and tied to a tree near 17th and Taraval. The culprit was an aged maniac with close-cropped hair and a long beard. He clamped his hand over Ruth's mouth and dragged her away. He tied her standing to a tree with lace curtains stolen from the Hammer home. He stroked his long beard and said with a laugh, Aha! At last I have you! Ruth screamed for a long time before a 13-year-old playmate freed her. The police were called. She told her story and did not waver. And an investigation was launched. That night after Ruth went to bed, her mother began thinking about the whole thing. She woke Ruth up, asked her point blank, Did you make up this story? Ruth came clean. She confessed that she'd seen a movie a few hours before her attack, and she wanted to be the heroine of such a thrilling escapade. As the Chronicle wrote, And late last night, Ruth continued her slumbers and dreamed of a few more wild adventures imbibed in by high-salaried actresses. Before she went back to sleep, she promised... She'd never do it again. But Mama, I enjoyed it very much, she said. I had a thrilling time. It was just like the movie. Those kids in 1924, always staring at the movie screen. They should have played outside more often, read a book once in a while. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Some music in this episode is by Kevin McLeod, Used under a Creative Commons attribution license, His music is at incompetech.com. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.